You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is the Unpack Podcast here from AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. Talking about your no turkey legs on Thanksgiving. Green Bay Packers. I'm Zach Rapport in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, follow the show at the Unpack Pod on X and Instagram. Follow me at Zach Rapport on all those platforms. Joined by the usual crew post Thanksgiving. Um, unbuttoning our our pants <laughs> after every meal at this point. Uh, Alex uh, Patakis and Nick Bornheimer out in Brooklyn. Nick, you uh. You have just unbuttoned your pants. Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, yeah, we ate a we ate a little meal before we got on here together. And just like you said, pre-show, Zach, every meal that we eat at this point is pushing you one uh, loose button or you know, one um, tip of the scale closer to like, all right what how long do we just like let this eating drinking period of time control us until oh, until the new january year. rolls yeah until, until the, the new, new year. year yeah but we have a it is is it always an entire month yeah yeah oh, it's always yeah. a month it's like you know um you know we did our our office jargon episode a, a couple months ago um something that i've been joking about with my coworkers is like you get to this point in november where like any task or project that you could do, you're just like, eh, Q1. That's a Q1 problem. We'll revisit that in January. So that's that's also how I feel about um, just eating and exercising and caring, let it caring all what rip. stage my pants are buttoning or unbuttoning and how that's all going. We're just we're just we're just backsliding into into New Year's and just gonna eat some food and live life and be happy and watch football and. I don't know. We'll figure it out in January. Exactly. Circle back after the new year. That's that's <laughs> yeah, we're gonna table uh, it for now. Circle back after the holidays. <laughs> that's that's generally how it goes. Um, I am interested in your thought process uh in calling it X. Like when did you give up? You know what I mean? Because I very just very in re- this moment. I, I was gonna <laughs> say, because this was a surprise. I never heard you say that. So I have also recently given up. Because at some point you just have to. I don't know. You know, like there's no substitution for saying that you tweeted something or you read a tweet. But at this point, I also got I got to the point where I stopped calling the app itself Twitter. Well, uh, the brand was so strong and they have just totally destroyed that for no reason other than ego. So for me, I feel like almost at this point. It's like making fun of them that I would actually use the name. That's kind of how I feel because it is, and I cannot emphasize this enough, so stupid. It is so stupid. I agree. I kind of feel that way too. It's like I'm not like ashamed to say it anymore because it is almost like you're poking at it. Um, So anyway, I was just just curious. Uh, Literally in that, as I was saying it, the wheels were turning and I was like, I guess we're saying X now. I don't know. It, it, It came out. Opened my mouth and out it came. Accurate. You know what else? But is you can't. Accurate? Yeah. Oh, give it to me. The Packers destroying the Lions <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Expected. Just what like we all thought surprise. would happen. Yeah. 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 I listened to. I. I was. I was away last week, gallivanting the, um, the United States, and. Um, there wasn't a lot of well, actually, I I will say this: there wasn't a lot of optimism. Just like every one of these 
podcast goes. There wasn't a lot of optimism on the front end. And then you each slowly talked yourselves into thinking that it could be pulled off. I don't know if you really believed it or if it was just momentum allowing you to get there. Um, but it, it happened in spectacular fashion in a way that I don't think anybody was expecting. Yeah. And the touchdown difference, it seemed like the Packers, like it, it seemed a lot more stark than that. Yeah. Uh, it, it awesome. did. Yeah, it did. Uh, I, I think I could have talked myself into it. Uh, and like the what makes the least amount of sense will often be the case in the NFL. And that's yep. that's kind of the only way. And I, I, I do think it would have been different if the Packers were relatively healthy. But I, I, I don't see any way, knowing the personnel that was going to be on the field, that you could actually seriously convince yourself that that was going to be the case. Um, preferred starters out in this game yeah so i mean but we were treated to a really really (laughs) awesome start to the holiday um which uh on my end definitely set a tone and it was just like anything that happens after that you know anything that any let the pants be unbuttoned (laughs) let it flow a crazy relative says something like (laughs) distasteful okay who cares (laughs) jordan loves going you know three straight hall of fame quarterbacks uh you know like turkey turns out isn't really that flavorful of a meat Uh, who cares you know Jaden reed's like arguably one of the best young rookie offensive players in the league so uh it was just like a free hit after that and it was such a good feeling yeah yeah Speaking of uh, crazy relatives being unruly, what are you guys drinking over there? What are these fancy glasses? Surprised me. Yeah, what do you think is in here? Blind taste test. It tastes like a a Pilsner forward something. Mm, Am I wrong? (laughs) You like to know. (laughs) I would. That's why we're having the conversation. Uh, We are drinking out of glasses that uh, Nick's um, partner bought me for... uh, Christmas last year as a little sentimental gift as this brewery is a place that I adore. And, um, you know, I may or may not be hiding something. I, uh, I placed an order on Drizzly very, very, very specifically for Miller High Life bottles. And it showed up as cans. This is a High Life? So I could not, uh, you know, a real peek behind the curtain uh, when Nick arrived, uh, as he went into the restroom, <laughs> I immediately took those cans, poured them into a glass because I could not uh, have him, you know, have to deal with the fact that a high life can was being served in this house. And, you know, we're probably a primarily Wisconsin audience. I don't think we have to explain that to anybody else, but uh, I felt cheated. However, I'm kind of enjoying this right now, and, and it opens it up. It really does. it opens, yeah, like a like a nice wine. It opens up a little bit. All right, but, Nick, let's go to you for your thoughts. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you feel deceived? What's what's the reaction here? I'm, I'm taken aback for sure. Um, <laughs> it, it it's it's just an interesting look into the the human psyche because it doesn't to me taste like a high life although i did say pilsner forward so yeah um that that's true yeah, but i wanted to be guessed... all pinkies up and it was <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah, this fancy boy isn't that great <laughs> you know and, and and i don't know that there's a greater disparity between can and bottle and any other beer that i've ever had an ice cold bottle of high life is you you can rank it up there with the the uh, any top tier can is like borderline unacceptable. Not that I wouldn't drink it, but it's just like it's but just if you such an insult. You put a can in a cooler for an extended period of time, it works, but not okay. like the bottle does. Yeah, it's got to be cold, and this isn't even that cold. No, it's been sitting a little. All right. Well, <laughs> I do feel I I feel deceived, but in but in the nicest way possible, and I'm glad that you waited until we got on the airwaves for the reveal. Yeah. We're like 10 minutes into the show. This is great. This is, this is what <laughs> it's okay because we're for. so far. Yeah. We're so far removed from the game. Like you always say, Zach, all the takes have been taken, yep. especially at this point. <laughs> yep. Um, but I did want to, I did want to posit one thing and, um, take us. Yeah. And it's, we're talking about the eight assumed starters not playing and 
how it didn't seem like there was a ton of uh, fighting chance at opening kick, but didn't feel like LaFleur just like in that, in that desperation breeds like some like fun and some like outside of the um, regularity type of play calling. It just felt like we got to see a game plan out of LaFleur that we all kind of know he's capable of, but he didn't really like, he didn't really hold back in yeah. a really nice way. So it was like, hey, like if we're going to make any type of noise and this is going to be the game, like why not like if we lose, we lose. Everyone's expecting that. So well, and it, it was just, kind it of just this felt, yeah. perfect confluence of a number of things because like LaFleur, the Shanahan offense, that whole tree, like your design, it's designed to play with the lead, which the Packers have never been able to do because they've this season, because they've been you know, figuring their shit out for lack of a better phrase. And this time, you know, as, as players are starting to gel, learn concepts and play more consistently, that's one factor that, that, that goes into it. They got out to a fast start. They get the lead. They're playing more aggressively. The play script was great. Jordan love playing with more confidence, all that together. Um, yeah. Great Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving. That's what yeah, I'm saying it was, yeah, it was fun. And um, just like that, they're in the hunt. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they're in the hunt. Uh, well, last time we got on the air, I was joking about how they were included in the in the hunt graphic. And now I'm like, yes, yes, bears beat the Vikings. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very much in the hunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it's, guess. Uh, um, we talked beforehand about uh, whether or not we should do notable nuggets since um, we are a little bit farther from the game. But I'll, I want to give uh, not really a, a nugget, I guess, but um, we'll, we'll couch it as that sort of a general observation. And it comes in the form of an anecdote. <clears throat> eight years ago, eight years ago, I uh, needed to get my guitar repaired. Um, I needed to get like a clean setup kind of thing. So I went to um, Pentatonic Guitars in Greenpoint, which is still there, and um, came back like a week later. They gave me the guitar, uh, and the guy also then gave me a post-it note with eight or so other repairs that he felt <laughs> my guitar needed, but that he did not do. And I'm going to hold up this post-it note because I have it right here still. <laughs> Today, I went to a guitar shop and I handed them this post-it note and I said, please fix all of these things on my guitar. So I guess what I'm saying is trust the process, <laughs> save, save the post-it and uh, the results will come eventually. And that's how I feel about this Packers team right now. Kind of nice. I thought you were going to take a... Uh, uh a different approach and say it was like a, uh, a sleazy auto body shop that's like oh you need to <laughs> you need to get this thing you fixed need a new johnson rod you need a yeah yeah <laughs> everybody needs a new johnson rod <laughs> oh my god but that's good i mean that that's great uh the process has been tough to trust this it's also year. a peek behind uh the curtain into my brain that i've literally been holding on to a post-it for almost a decade no sticky left. Looks. No evidence of it ever having been sticky. It's just a green sheet of paper. <laughs> but for the listening audience, I can see all the right angles are intact. Yeah. Like it, it looks pretty preserved. That's yeah. pretty good. And that thing traveled across country, yeah. you know, for your move. Yeah. That's 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 not easy. Um well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, to your point about trusting the process, I have to admit, I <sighs> I'm a little embarrassed of how emotional I feel like I've been about the team. And I feel like we all kind of have. But I also feel like it's a little bit of a testament to how reinvested we might actually be um, in this new look Packers team. Because like, man, were we like, you know, it was getting really, really dark. And I know they're in the hunt, in the, in the hunt graphic and we could all joke about that, but like, I mean, they're like very legitimately, you know, a competitive team in the NFL right now, which is something that a couple of weeks ago uh, we couldn't have said. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's really unlike us to get 
you know, to swing one's, you know, so far <laughs> I'm to like, one who? way. That's all I do is swing. Yeah. Well, no, you, well, you like, to, I feel like you talk yourself in and out of wins. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was talking myself into like uh, needing a change of the coach and kind of like a, a, another whole rebuild when it's like now all of a sudden, like, you know, you watch like two games the past two weeks and you're like, this is a really extremely exciting young team, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I'm just going to chalk that up to how much I care. Yeah. Um, and uh, which is something that feels kind of good because I, I can't, not that I haven't cared, but more that like I've been numb to the general uh, great regular season failure in the playoffs malaise that has come with watching the really post 2011 Aaron Rodgers. Gosh. Green Bay Packers, uh, <laughs> take your quarter. Take your <laughs> one for the yeah. jar. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Trust the process. We're 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 all well. Well, I don't know, Zach, Zach. I feel like you have been mostly outside of the um, outside of the erratic behavior that we all exhibit in the group chat. You've been pretty good. Mostly <laughs> That's the safe space. This is the public yeah. forum. Yeah. About um, yeah, that's understanding where we're at, where the Packers are at with the amount of money that they were able to spend this year, about the amount of young players that were still coming into their own on the team. And the, the close games, you're, you expect to lose a lot of those. That's what, you know, that's how young teams that have potential kind of like get a little bit of, you know, veneer and start to, you know, toughen up their skin, so to speak. But the way that they were losing some of those games looked so incompetent. And then, like, I I have to remind everyone that, like, that Chargers game, there was a, a, a wide-open nine ball that, um, what's his name, Q, that the rookie wide receiver for the Chargers just dropped. Yeah. Um, that would have, and he catches that ball. The Packers lose that game. Like they're, yeah. So like we got, we got a break on that one. Um, but the, it, there was no question in this Lions game, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're progressing in the way that we all hoped that they would. Like, are they a playoff team? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see, but they're I mean, doing all the things that we had hoped that they would do. Yeah. And I don't even really care if they make the playoffs. I mean, I'd be, I, I would neither. be genuinely excited to, uh, to watch it. But uh, again, I will reiterate six wins is my threshold. That's what I'm looking for. Everything on top of that is gravy. But um, speaking of that, speaking of uh, emotional swings, I, I, I got to bring up Brian Gutekunst because I feel like <laughs> he was he was catching a lot of heat uh, a month or two ago. And and now it's like, oh, what a what a genius for this young team and 13 oh. draft picks and most of them seem to be pretty good, and just win- winning really does cure a lot. Almost all of them have been good, like Carl Brooks and Dontavian Wicks, and some of these guys that were—I don't know—not necessarily throwaway picks at the you know toward the tail end. But you're like, I mean, if they amount I mean, into Valentine? anything, yeah, Valentine. That's dude, a, he's a seventh rounder, right? Stud. That is essentially a throwaway pick. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, and then you can now that there's a lot of online chatter about like Rasul Douglas and like, all right, well, now look where they are if they would have retained him and not. But like they're winning in like they're winning without him. And you got a third round pick as a result of it. And who knows if they retain that contract anyway. It's just I don't know. You, You love Goody. You hate him. You you're somewhere in between right now. He doesn't look too. Too silly. Uh, no, neither does Joe Barry. <laughs> Whole another thing. Uh, we'll get there as well. Yeah. But um, really quickly, I wanted to shout out. <laughs> speaking of uh, of uh, Valentine, uh, Nick Varley, uh, former uh, Pick'em winner, Nick Varley, uh, he tweets in his note nug saying, "I'll be tuning in to the Unpack Pod to find out who will be named the Allentine of the Week." That's good. I like the Allentine. Harkening back to the uh, the Arius of the Week award. No Arius is on the team anymore. What? A, but now we got two Allentines. So what a time to be alive. 
Um, I don't know. My, nom- my nomination is uh, Carrington because. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's obvious. Yeah. Dude's a player. Yeah. So far, I don't know. It'll be um, interesting to see what happens with Stokes and every, like they're going to get some players back in the next couple of weeks, but he could be like a legitimate slot guy, like yeah. especially with whatever happens to Nixon. But yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do one more note now. A quick, uh, quick question, I guess, uh, to you guys. Maybe not a quick question. Scott tweeting in: Back up the Brinks truck. Pay that man. Silly body Super Bowl champs 2025. Hang the banner. <laughs> Alex looking weird. Do you know what silly body is? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh Should my I? God. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, firstly, he's talking about Jordan Love. He's saying pay Jordan Love. But um, so silly body. Part I got. Yeah. Um, I forget what the question was, but like the Packers social media does that thing where like they ask all the players like walking down the hall a question. Um, and they had they did that to the significant others of the players. Um, I think it was like, what is your, it was like, what's, what's your partner's beige flag or something. And so they all said something mildly embarrassing about a player and um, Jordan loves significant other said that when she tickles him, he says that she's giving him silly body. And then (laughs) a bunch of players made silly body (laughs) t-shirts like the next day and we're sporting them around the facility. Anyway. I want one. I'm of looking those. at a photo right now of AJ Dillon. <laughs> AJ Dillon sporting a silly body T-shirt. That's <laughs> so cute. That is uh, Packers merch. I can get behind. Not a big merch guy, but I'll rock a silly body T-shirt. Anyway, Scott is basically saying, "Pay Jordan Love premature." I feel like we don't have to yet. We got more time, but wouldn't it be sweet if they did the uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing and got that that first extension well under market value? Yeah. What uh, so w- w- yeah? What do you do here? Because we've seen now three, three, four weeks of him progressing and looking like we we already know we know this for a fact. He is going to be their answer next year. So that's great. You've you've now at the beginning of the season giving him that extension that they did looks like a smart move. So that's one thing extend him right away like with a Daniel Jones style contract and it could backfire like I'm not all 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 the way in on that right now but it looks pretty good it's just the Daniel Jones contract though is not bad because of the contract it's bad because Daniel Jones sucks (laughs) that's the thing right (laughs) well right that's that's what the market value is but like he didn't look like he sucked all the way through last year like he had Jordan Love already looks better than like peak Jordan Love looks better than any version of Daniel Jones I think at this point and the the ceiling is way higher um I don't know I don't I it's not it's not really a losing position for the for the Packers at this point no matter what you decide yeah they're they're in a good spot with him and we we got out of the situation what we hoped we would which is like we know like going into next year that he is a viable NFL starting quarterback. That's awesome. I'd like where I, I couldn't be more pleased with where the team's at right now, even if they don't make the playoffs. I kind of, in a weird way, hope they don't make the playoffs. Um, because like just getting railroaded by the Niners or the Eagles in the first round or second round, I guess it would be if they made it that far. It's not, not ideal, but Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm 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 very stoked about where he's at. I don't know if you pay him. I think that might be a little premature, yeah. Zach. Um, I don't know. Where do you where where do you land? No, I agree with that. Sorry, I'm I'm just caught up on the phrase railroaded because my my brain went to very very dirty places, and then I started thinking about Greg Olson ripping into yeah. turkey. Can we talk about that now for a second. <laughs> It was ah, that was it was so good. I was kind of like half paying attention, and I look up at the screen, and I see Greg Olson fist deep in a turkey, and I immediately text you, Zach, and say, "Please screen grab that. We need that." And you're like, "I didn't see it, but I found it later online. Plenty of people have screen grabbed it. It's funny because so, uh, you know, uh, love doesn't get the turkey leg. Everyone's making a big deal of it, and it did suck. 
But then there were all these conspiracy theories going around about why it was. And I saw someone I'm like, here's a conspiracy theory. Maybe uh, Greg Olson, like maybe that was the only turkey and Greg Olson ruined it. I'm like, that's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory. That's literally what happened. They only made one. They gave it to this idiot and he just shoved his entire arm into it. That's what happened. <laughs> Seems very obvious to me. They didn't have four turkeys. They only had one. Anyway. Uh, did, did spe- speaking of um, eating in the booth or <laughs> playing with your food in the booth, did you did you see how mad Al Michaels was? Yes, that's what I was. I was just gonna say this is like the no. best natural segue. Are you kidding? No, I, I missed this. Oh my god! Go ahead, cranky Al Michaels, dude. So so first off, like <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it was really weird so okay it is a like okay in al michael's defense i don't think that he's necessarily like super plugged in to you know i guess like current you know anything. chefs who are like you know yeah current anything he's I also a man who claims that. to have never intentionally eaten a vegetable in his life yeah I believe that. So, so yes. So he's a he, salad is rabbit food guy. Yep. Um. Yes. He uh he got very very angry at the fact as he was dissecting a sandwich that was made for him by David Cheng, who is a I believe Michelin starred chef. He's a creator of Momofuku and many other great restaurants in New York. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he's a celebrity. He at this point, he's a celebrity. TV he's star in like at this point, yeah. TV star, star, and a million Netflix shows. Uh, you know, he's he's just he's one of those. He's no. so they had <laughs> for for some reason on Black Friday in the Jets and and Dolphins game, which is hilarious that Amazon owns now. That has was a Black another Friday weird game. like. <laughs> big brothery weird thing. Like yeah. you've got Tony Gonzalez out there trying to like or who are, who who is trying to catch punts. Oh, I missed this. Uh whatever. I, I I'm actually uncertain on 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 that part. But anyway, uh Tony Gonzalez was working on it, so it was probably him. So they were like if you catch 3 punts or something, then you get this like 20% discount code on Amazon. It was like Uh-oh. a giant commercial. It was so strange. I mean, but... Tony Gonzalez can catch 3 punts easily. I would think did he do it? Barely, but he did. And, Barely. And America, oh, and America got twenty percent off on a Dyson hair dryer. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, I missed that. We or, needed a hair dryer. Anyway, the idea of Amazon streaming the Black Friday game when like everyone's been on Amazon, yeah, it's just like it's, it's just. But nuts. so but Al's anyway. old. Al's cranky. He doesn't know who David Al's Chang old. Is. Al's cranky. Uh, games in New York. David Chang is like, uh, it's a thing. They keep showing him during like cutting the commercial break and stuff, like making these sandwiches. I'm, what I'm assuming is like sandwiches of leftovers, right? Like whatever, like making yeah. a, a very gourmet uh, sandwich from a, a world famous chef. And he sent it up to the booth and I guess he had some green in it. I don't even know what <laughs> vegetable it was, but like the color green was spotted. And Al Michaels just like reacts like, with disgust and like is super grumpy and literally is just like um well thanks for this david i guess like 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 it's like it was like borderline salt like it's very insulting (laughs) i would say um and it was outstanding and it's like sounds like great television but like it, this guy, <laughs> it was odd. He was like, he's like, yeah, essentially get this out of my face. And then they brought him something else. He's like, no, I can get behind this. It was like yeah. just some dark meat or something. He's like, yeah, this, this, this is, this is more my speed. He's like a meat only kind of guy, but it's like, okay. So, so do they not run this by you at all? That this guy that they keep showing, you know, is going to be making this like, just fake it or just like donate it or whatever. You don't have to dissect it on camera. Um, anyway. It was uh, it was pretty outrageous. He and then Al Michaels also went off during the broadcast when Tyreek Hill scored and gave the ball to a woman in the stands, and he said something. I I I believe I'm getting this right. I think I'm paraphrasing, but like it was basically like, oh, he got married during the whatever break or whatever during the bye week. I sure hope that's his wife he's giving the ball to, which is also kind of out of line. <laughs> All right, Al. <laughs> It's like, just like, look, man, I love Al. <laughs> One of the best to ever do it. 
it's kind of time to hang up the cleats, man. He doesn't have his fastball <laughs> anymore. It's not a, uh, you know. It's one thing to not have your fastball. It's a totally other thing um, to just be like, kind of like annoyed and or unhinged during most of every broadcast. Yeah, you don't you don't get to just be mean because you're old. Yeah. Like that's not <laughs> fair. Or maybe and you then, do. Hap- I don't know. We'll see. That, I, yeah, maybe it will. Time will tell, right? Yeah, I guess it's, it seems like it because it happens a lot. But it, you know, when it happens on national TV, it's kind of like I had my birthday over the weekend. I feel one percent meaner after that. So it's happening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't see it. You're such a sweetheart. Ah, oh, thanks. All right, guys. On that note, we are gonna throw it to break, and then when we come back, I guess we'll uh, we'll read some poetry. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we are going to head straight, straight to the uh, to the spa behind the beaded curtain. Maybe Al Michaels needs to go to a spa. <laughs> Chill out for a minute. <laughs> Face of blood and dirt, Joe Barry looks up and says. I'm thinking I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about, I've been thinking about Joe Barry. I've been thinking about how um, my gut reaction, my knee-jerk reaction is always anti-Joe Barry, is always to point out everything that I don't like. but the more I think about it, it's like it's hard to art when you're in a stretch of really good play and you're winning games kind of for the first time in a season. It's hard to argue with that. And it starts to feel silly to be like, I wish this thing like the run defense could be better. It's like the defense is not giving up any points. They're playing well. And Matt LaFleur's kind of handcuffed himself to this guy and he might be back. I don't know. I'm not saying that's bad or good. I'm just saying I think that's where we are. I don't know. Discuss. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that the Packers haven't given up more than like that that first Lions game was the most points they had given up all season. Any other iteration of a uh, Packers team, if you put a prolific offense and marry that to this defense, like they're winning a lot of games. They're not giving up a lot of points. Like and say that's because of like time of possession and how much other teams need to score, et cetera, et cetera, but it hasn't been as I think it, it's reflexive for us to just, like you said, Zach, like be anti Barry. He's given us a lot of reason to be that, but for, g- given what he's had to put out on the field or game plan with in, in terms of injuries and everything, it's been a lot better than it probably should have been. So I guess I kind of. And he's not losing his job. I think it's probably prob- um, like pending an epic collapse. He's not losing his job, and nor is Matt Lafleur at this point. It's, we're gonna ha- we're gonna trot out the same coaches next year, and I think I'm probably okay with it. Alex, thoughts? Uh, I am okay with it. I think. Um... Yeah, I think I am. I, I you know, I, one of the things that I feel like is becoming uh a popular thought in Packers fandom and uh certainly for uh for our own uh one of our overlords uh in Justice Mosqueda is that Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry are kind of handcuffed at this point and it's very clear there's not going to be a regime change. Unless like something drastic happens in these last couple of games, but like given the schedule, I mean, it, it's it's very fair to say that the Packers will finish the season kind of exactly as we thought they would, or even at a place that they that we thought they would if we were being optimistic. And I just don't see at this point a defensive coordinator coming in and like Matt Lafleur flying Joe Barry, right? And. Injuries can also not not be an excuse. I mean, they're they're a reason and a little bit of an excuse. But like, 
a defense that's been pretty good arguably could have been better for a good portion of this year. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. I mean, the uh, the only two games they lost by more than one score are two division games, right? It was the Lions game, which was kind of an abomination, but we were all just like, wow, screw it Thursday or whatever. Um, and the uh, and the Vikings game. So the rest of the games, it's like, I, I feel like the offense was more at fault. So... I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's yeah, it's weird. But like, I'm not that mad about it at the at present. I just think, <laughs> I just think, if you've got a guy who his talking about Barry, his defensive philosophy is what Matt Lafleur wants to run, and he's. By all all accounts, Justice has talked about this, but he's he's kind of a get along guy in the building. He's not ruffling any feathers. Uh, a lot of coordinators are jerks, I hear, <laughs> and he's not one of those people. Um, and takes criticism and will make changes when you say they need to be made. Like all of that stuff makes for like a good co working experience. It's not as a fan. It's not sexy when you think about like. Oh, what's the next like big cool name defensive scheme we could get in here? Like it's it's not that, but it's there's other good things I think at play. And I'm not trying to make the case for again, um, he's great and I and I love that he's here. I'm just kind of laying it all out there and saying I yeah. I think he's probably back and we we ought to get comfortable with that. And maybe he deserves like a little bit of slack. I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. Well, one thing that I think is interesting is what we were used to under the Dom Capers era was that like we we would find evidence and quotes and all these things to back up the fact that there would be young players kind of thrust into these positions where they couldn't necessarily grasp the scheme because the scheme is too complicated. And that was a real thing. Like we used to talk about that with the secondary all the time. You know, this we you know, we forget because we focus so much on the skill position players and all these inexperienced offensive players because probably because the quarterback, right? Because that's like the the focal point of the team. And it's this idea of this young offense. It's a very, very, very young defense. It's a really young team. And the fact that they seemingly can get by with as many young players or substitute substitution caliber players, right? Like as they have, um, I don't want to say it's a testament to Joe Barry, but maybe it's just like a way that you could say that like maybe Matt LaFleur's thing is like, let's not overcomplicate this. We'll run something simple enough so that we're not going to be, you know, getting extremely exposed. Like, could you imagine like if Dom Capers was the defensive coordinator of this team with like a full second string secondary playing against the Detroit Lions, a prolific offense <laughs> on a short week? They'd be giving up like, 35 points a game. It, it, it would be, you know... It, it would be splash play after splash play. Like it, whatever you want to say about Joe Barry, like they've at least Kaepernick versus the Packers in the play. <laughs> yeah. Like they've, they've, yards they've, rushing. they've yeah. made the opponents earn it, which is, you know, which is the best thing you could possibly say about him at this point. So, but to make, to make everything look good, everything needs to be humming in the right way. Like with, Joe Barry doesn't have, he's not going to catch any flack if Jordan Love looks the way that Jordan Love looked. And also, like, the individual performances of a Rashawn Gary and um, the small hands of Jared Goff fumbling the ball <laughs> over and over again. Uh, like, it, it took it, a, a lot of things worked well in the Packers' favor. Um, the Lions doing the most predictable thing ever and Dan Campbell calling a fake punt in a position that no one should ever call a fake punt. Like every, it was, it was a, it was a perfect recipe for, um, I don't know, the Lions to look way more desperate than they needed to look. I think they went, I think they failed four fourth down attempts. That's crazy. Like, but the, but with that said, like the Packers also had to be ready for, those situations to happen so i don't know it's a it's a one game sample size um in the in this situation but over the course of the season it hasn't been it hasn't been that bad we 
two down linemen in very obvious non two down linemen situations is two down great. lineman gate classic yeah yeah what do you mean about down linemen <laughs> you know uh oh man but i don't know i i'm i'm i think I, I think we're kind of all in agreement here that it could be worse it could definitely be worse and if the offense is clicking like it seems it seems like this is a team that could get behind joe barry who knows? I don't know. We go back and forth on Joe all the time, but it we've probably been a little too tough on the situation. I guess based I also on how I am just also thinking right about the uh, the Justice Mosqueda talking point at this point that 2025 is the year to target to like really uh, compete for something meaningful. And I don't know. That's a long ways away. The defense is is playing pretty good right now, so everything's mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the incremental wins yeah. and baby steps. Right. Who's got some poetry? Um, Let me go. All right. Yes. Is it a haiku? It's a haiku. All right. <laughs> I, got, I got multiple poetry music options now. <laughs> From a stark free fall to a league's moon in orbit the pack in the hunt <laughs> it's graphic season baby it's graphic season it's in the graphic, graphic season. season and not only <laughs> are they you know do, do, do they break the bare minimum and make the graphic they're number one on the in the hunt graphic at this moment and the mm-hmm. bears beating the vikings Makes this thing seem a little more real than any of us were expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when Seahawks they were two are and five, falling off the face of the earth a little bit. Well, dude, the Seahawks have a gauntlet, a yeah. three game gauntlet that yeah. they have to run through. Well, they got the Cowboys uh, tomorrow night as we record this. I think, right? Yep. In Jerry World, yikes! Uh, hey, short well, like I said earlier, like I don't. If they make the playoffs, if they don't, it doesn't matter that much. But it's really fun to just have some meaningful games to root for down the stretch. I just and the, the thing that yeah. I would love about them making the playoffs is how much it would annoy fans of all the other NFC North teams. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I wanted to talk about <laughs> that we didn't really talk about was how fun it was like to have beat the Lions the way that the Packers did with a viewing audience. That was as I think it was the like the the viewership was one of the biggest on a Thanksgiving day that it had been in a very long time. And it's just it was just so perfect that at home where all the expectation was on this, quote unquote, prolific Lions team. And just to have Jordan Love look the way like in terms of public discourse. Yeah. A lot of people now look at Jordan Love like, holy shit, they did it again. It just <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I like that. It's it's I. It, it it's a it's a fun spot to be in as a as a Packers fan and Jordan Love looked great. Christian Watson looked weirdly good. And all the receivers, dude, Malik Heath. Like imagine imagine a little Malik Heath action as your wide receiver number four or five or whatever I mean, it he's is. He's your Lazard. He's your like yeah goon, big bodied blocking guy Lazard, who's a healthy scratch these days. That's funny. On the Jets. It's, it's not so funny. funny. I don't wish that on him, but it's no, uh, it's it's not funny for Lazard, who was obviously a really good player. It's just when Tim Boyle's throwing you the ball, like it's hard to look good. When Zach Wilson's throwing you the ball, it's hard to do much. So, yeah, Packers are in the hunt. That's a lot of fun. They are a they are a moon orbiting right now. <laughs> so, what is the next progression in that? Like, uh. I don't know. I think you got a galaxy jump probably. And then instead of like being one of these big gas planets that has multiple moons, (laughs) it's like a, it's like a a planet that we know like, like earth and you've got earth's only natural satellite is our moon as we know it. Yeah. So once you, once you were the one moon 
Yeah. I'm like, how how far can we torture this metaphor? How can yeah. <laughs> how far can we stretch it out? Yeah, I wasn't expecting a f I wasn't expecting to have to answer a follow up question. <laughs> I mean <laughs> as long as there are absolutely no follow up questions. Um <laughs> but, but like well imagine imagine they beat the Chiefs. Imagine, Think about that. Imagine, imagine that. I can That's imagine a lot it. Of fun. Because I think I it's a, it's can. a winnable game. I mean, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're a really good team, but they're also struggling. They've got re underperforming receivers. I don't know. They do have a really yeah. good defense. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jones is going to cause a ruckus. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I don't know that I would uh, pick the Packers uh, straight up, but they got a they got a puncher's chance in this game. What? Three weeks ago, I never would have thought that was the case. I mean, that it's a Sunday night football game. It could have been flexed out. Someone else agrees. Yeah, we're at that point of the season. There's enough, and especially with a Niners-Eagles game just before that, like, everybody's going to want to see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the protection rights are. Like if Fox was just like, if that could be blocked by them, like if they could pick certain game, right? Can't they pick certain games that they could block like a handful of them from letting in NBC get? But like, I, I would assume that if possible, NBC would have at least made a play for for that game, um, which as a neutral is a game I'm probably more excited to watch than I have been any other one so far this season. But it's just the appetizer yeah. for the uh for the main event <laughs> Sunday those night. Pants, baby. Oh, Sunday night. Eating all day, baby. <laughs> I'll be eating all day. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Alex, you got a poem? Did you write one on the fly? I got one. All right. I may get in legal trouble as a uh, I'm sure her music is copywritten. Uh oh. <laughs> Cease and desist on its way. Karma is Jordan outplaying Patrick Mahomes on a fall weekend. <laughs> God. Did Gabrielle give you those lyrics? No, I looked them up myself. <laughs> you didn't workshop that as a couple. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I've got Google. I could look up Taylor Swift lyrics, <laughs> but it's a matter of time, right? Like this, this is we're we're due this. We are due a crazy. This makes no sense. Narrative driven. Jordan Love outduels Patrick Mahomes in a primetime game. Also, like you know, Love came in against the Chiefs that game. Yep. Didn't play terribly. Didn't necessarily play great. Like we're kind of do one. Like that kind of seemed like a game he could have won for us. He could have won and, it. It's really interesting. There's yeah. a lot of um, on X on Twitter. There's um, <clears throat> there's a, a lot of film going around right now, like showing the Jordan Love, like, like a cut ups of Jordan Love uh, in that Chiefs game, and it it's crazy to watch. It is like like you see the kernels, but it's also just a night and day difference. So like what we have seen the last two weeks. And I have not. I've I've chosen not to torture myself and go back and look at that. Um, but like, imagine how underprepared he was for Aaron Rodgers to uh, succumb to COVID. Yeah, that was the COVID and, toe game. Yeah, that was the COVID was toe the game. Actual COVID COVID. toe game. That was the immunized game. Yeah. And um, like, yeah, he he had no chance. But I'm digging Packers, it because we said his name. Yeah, in the fine, jar. I, owe, I owe a quarter. Um. And the defense actually held up surprisingly well in that game, too. I mean, it's a totally different look now, but um, yeah, I mean, it's the Chiefs have been struggling just enough to make it so that the six-point spread at home at Lambeau Field and all of the public is on Kansas City. I don't know. I could smell a little upset. <laughs> and sniff it. It's mm. tickling my... Little nostril hairs. Mm -hmm. well, I I wonder then if we should just go straight to a degenerate corner. I feel like this 
it just kind of transitions nicely as we're talking about what we expect out of Jordan Love. You mentioned the uh, the line. What is the line right now? Six. Chiefs are six. favored by six points on the road, which I think three weeks ago would have been like, yeah, a touchdown spread makes sense. Um, I don't know. It's that's a that's a lot of disrespect to give the Packers at Lambeau Field, despite yeah. despite where they've been most of the season. The Chiefs are still the reigning Super Bowl champion. Chiefs, yeah, I think so. it's a little bit of a combo of like, you know, odds makers saying, you know, keep proving it, Packers, and yeah, um, we still believe in you, Kansas City, yeah. and we're kind of juking the numbers based on what the public is doing as well. Kind of like all three of those things at the same time. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a casual, I'm not going to take what this iteration of the Packers looks like and think they have really much of a puncher's chance against that reigning Super Bowl champion Chiefs yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. But we've seen weird stuff happen. The Chiefs have lost some tough games that, game against the Eagles was I mean it was it was close up until the end I'm looking here at our receiving props the ones that we like to take and of course Dontavian Wicks although out, out of concussion protocol he's not there yet as an mm. option that's great I I saw I don't have it handy I saw something on on Twitter that was like somehow quantifying like the most open receivers in the league and he's just like top of the list he's just never covered it always gets open it's crazy so just keep an eye on that on sunday when that prop comes out because it'll probably be somewhere between 10 and 20 yards and i think we got to take it so <laughs> oh, right man. like that's why it's he usually gets it in the over God. i feel like it, it has to adjust at this point like i don't know Maybe, but yeah, take it anyway. Screw well, let's it. Check. It's if, not you're, gonna... uh, if you're out there listening before the game, tweet at us. Check in. Yeah. Let's figure out what that number is. It's yeah, I would say maximum thirty, like low thirties, but probably still yeah, probably still around the twenty range, which he usually gets with his first catch of the game every time. It's just my favorite. It's my favorite prop right now yeah. because. To Zach, to your point, he just always seems to be open. You just need to find him open one time, yeah. and yeah, it seems easy enough. That the Chiefs secondary is good, and that whole defense is good. So yeah. maybe it's going to be a little tougher sledding. But um, who added Jordan this uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, prop here? Someone talk me through this. Um, I took uh, so Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes is at one point five. Um, minus what? Well, the under is at plus one hundred and fifty. Oh, and that's what I'm taking, baby. You are a sicko. Yeah, I am a sicko. I mean, this offense has been struggling, man. Oh, like, there's man. a reason here that uh, that I feel like it's not even that crazy of uh, odds to bet on him throwing under two. So. I think I'm going with like I I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be like a you're not putting your house on it but yeah the the Chiefs offense will have a degree of success I am confident in that but is this just going to be a game where he just comes out and you know has his way with 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 the defense like I'm I'm not willing to say that not with the Allentines back there locking it up not with the Allentines back there locking it up um. You know, uh, over one point five is minus one ninety five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take the, uh, I'm gonna take the under. Uh, I, uh, I like that. Like, Kelsey will probably get his. He'll probably get a touchdown at least. It's gonna have multiple. I don't know. And if not, like, who's beating you? You know. I don't know. Take, the Packers can find a way to have a Kadarius Tony, and. Rashi Rice combination. I love you know, the emotional but... swings here. 
Yeah, and I, we're in the hunt the next minute. The, ah, the Packers will find I, a way to give up so many they, touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I mean they can be they can be both in the hunt and suffer mm-hmm. a crushing defeat at the hands of the this best quarterback in the NFL. Contain multitudes. I yeah, don't know, man. They get after the passer pretty well. I can see them forcing a turnover or two, trying to grind the clock out at every chance they get. I'm just saying, I could see a low-scoring, entertaining game that would result in I'm not saying they're going to win, but that would mean it's not necessarily a stat game for uh, for for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so Maybe that's wishful thinking. So um, with that, I was entertaining this option. Um. And I think this is where I'm going to go is my like, not my not my mortgage bet, but like I'm going to get a little frivolous with the bet. Ooh. A little. And that is a Packers and under tease. Six point tease. So you get the Packers up to plus 12 and the over under is currently at 42 and a half. So push that up to 48 and a half. That's a lot of points. I don't think we're going to see 49 points in this game. So that's what I like. Packers Packers should not lose by 12 points. Yeah. I, think I, agree. Uh, I mean, last I week that. the bet was any team score 30 plus, and I elected not to take that. So you made the right decision. And <laughs> by one point, you were an honors. Carlson missed PAT away from <laughs> losing that one. I mean, I would have rather make the PAT. I didn't bet that. Yeah. To be clear, I'm not betting any money here. I'm just, fl- I'm just flapping. You're, you're a good flapper. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, and and let it be known that um, I don't, I don't even pay a mortgage, so I couldn't bet it if I wanted to. <laughs> I guess that would be a very low stakes bet. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. For, My for units you. are quite small because I'm a cowardly <laughs> better. But hey, I'd like I do think I I take the T AP, you're gonna take the T's with me? Yeah, oh definitely. tease it to Packers plus twelve and under forty eight and a half. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't wanna say it's a lock, but I mean it feels, <laughs> oh, it, now feels we're it feels very safe. All right. Anything else? You <laughs> <laughs> sound so annoyed. Uh, we've been dragging it. We, well, we we spent, we spent fifteen minutes on Al Michaels green sandwich, so we've been all over the map. Well, today. it was it was ridiculous. I it's like no, one of the I most... just meant are there other are there other bets? <laughs> I didn't mean to sound uh, authoritative and like, like dad barging into a sleepover. No, someone's got a captain the ship, that, and and that's and that's the role. I've got no I've I've got no other. Um, bets because i like to bet props because they're more fun and you Mm -hmm. can win them on one play so um friends tweet at us on game day about dontavian and then maybe zach will have you tweet out some like i don't know some some exciting last minute options now you're creating homework for me which sorry yeah i could guess (laughs) if you give me the login i could do it myself Mm. i don't remember the login (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true if that like thing ever signs Twitter out accounts, they're all on like old email addresses if these things crash I, I got no way I got no recourse dude it's the worst honestly <laughs> I had my biggest win ever by recovering an old Venmo account this week that had, I thought I was never getting back Ooh. because somehow I got signed out of it and I it was linked to an email that didn't exist anymore with a phone number that I also do not have anymore. So the there was like the only way to recover it was to go through their help team, send like a picture of my passport, go to the DMV, and like, and like literally, it was just like the worst thing ever. And I was just like, you know, what? if I just put my head down and I do this, I could move forward and progress with the rest of my life, only having one Venmo account. So tell I me, was it. there was there a balance? There was. <gasps> yeah, that's that was a big motive in getting in there. Uh, it's because I had noticed people paying the wrong Venmo a lot recently. There's just just short of two hundred dollars in there, which uh, hey, you know, some of that is that. some of that's going to the Patrick Mahomes under this celebratory weekend. Packers over Chiefs it. drinks on you. Keep, Keep the, the post it, baby. Trust the process. <laughs> exactly. Wow. What a beautiful punctuation mark. Yeah. 
That was the title of the episode. Keep the post. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. On that note, I think we're going to hit the polka as everyone takes a swig of what turns out to be high life from a can. Ugh, sorry. Reveseled in a yeah. fancy cup. Thought you could get one over on us. I did. Um, I did. It's all right. I don't have high standards. <laughs> I'm not a man of means. Um, all right, guys. That's it. Uh, hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday, complete with the Packers' victory over the Lions. Uh, got the Chiefs coming up here, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens there. All I know is that the Packers are Nick in the hunt. In the hunt. <laughs> A moon orbiting for some <laughs> inexplicable reason. All right. Well, this gas giant is uh, going to... I <laughs> ran out of steam quickly on that one. All right, guys. We're going to land the plane. Um, keep it locked into the podcast feed here. Um, up until game day for all your Packers needs, acmepackingcompany.com, the blog, if you like to read words. And uh, for them, I'm me. And... Um, because I didn't say it at the top of the show, we came to you today via the memorial Glenn's Not Dead Yet Zoom account. Thank you, Glenn. Generous patron. Patreon.com slash the Unpack Pod. Okay, I'm going to stop saying words now. Go Pack Go. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>